Hello, friend, and welcome to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, higher realms, the mysteries of the universe, and source consciousness. I use hypnosis to get into a deep theta state where I am able to connect to and embody my higher self. What unfolds is a monologue that is dictated by the state of the divine flow as well as any questions I might receive from the human collective consciousness. Enjoy! Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with My Higher Self. I am thrilled to be here today. I am happy to see so many of you gathered. Yeah, if you've been with me uh, for a while, you know that essentially I feel like you guys are all with me in the same room together. So quite a lot of you have showed up in the now. Um, obviously, everything always happens in the now, right? Time is an illusion. <laughs> Don't we love that concept? So I am present to all of you. <laughs> Um, that are going to tune into this episode. Uh, at one point in time, there's a lot of you, so I'm grateful and I'm sending you greetings. Today um, is a full moon. Today, I am watching humanity go through some pretty intense emotions. Today, I am watching our senses be heightened. I am watching the passions run high. I'm watching people having a very short fuse. I'm watching conflicts all over. And on the flip side, I'm watching a lot of spiritual people, a lot of light workers and light beings and whatnot, having all kinds of moon rituals. I'm not hosting a moon ritual today. Instead, I'm talking to you guys. And so I figured, I figured I am going to provide my perspective on what's going on and what's up with the full moon situation, right? Now, this episode, just a fair warning, right? is going to be potentially triggering to some of you. So I just want to acknowledge that. I want to acknowledge the fact that you still showed up, right? I wanted to put it out there that the things that I will say today represent my perspective, right? My perspective as higher self. It is not the ultimate truth of this universe. It is just one angle. Of looking at reality. So if you are not resonating with this content, feel free to tune into what you are resonating with. Just wanted to put that out there. Like I said, this episode is going to be a little bit triggering depending on where you are in your personal development cycle, depending on where you are on your path, depending on who you are as a light worker or a being incarnated on planet Earth, depending on how in touch you are with your personal truth, as opposed to one of the egregores and one of the energetic structures that runs this planet, 
there are many, many factors that can go into how you would personally react to this episode. Yeah. Because today we're going to be talking about mind control. Yep. We're going deep, you guys. I hope you're excited. I know I certainly am. I definitely felt cold to talk about this. Actually, my full intention before going into this episode was to not have an agenda. I just wanted to show up for you tonight and just take questions from the collective. And then I just looked at the full moon and I knew today was going to be about mind control because that is what you guys need to hear about, whether you are quote-unquote ready, thrilled about this, not thrilled about this, would rather not hear about it. Somehow, some way, for one reason or another, you got aligned energetically with this episode. So welcome, welcome, um, beautiful souls. Before we dive in, a couple of housekeeping items. First things first, I just wanted to thank all of you that have been DMing me on Instagram that came on to social media to say hello and to share with me what this podcast has done for you. Uh, I'm on Instagram under this is Maria official. Uh, Maria spelled as M-A-R-I-Y-A. So interesting spelling. Um, and many of you have DM'd me and shared your story with me and shared how I helped you overcome something just through this podcast you have no idea how important it is for me to get this type of feedback. It is um, essentially why I keep doing these. Obviously, I am present to the impact this has on the collective, but I am not necessarily tuning into every individual story. So if you want to drop me a DM, be very much appreciated. So I look forward to hearing from you on IG. And for those of you that don't know, my book, my first book is now out. Is called 72 Keys to Manifestation or An Ancient Path of a Modern Day Alchemist. It is a child of love. And this book is going to change your life. This book is about manifestation. I also wanted to let you know that I have charged it personally for anybody that purchases this book to literally set you up with the right frequencies for abundance. Literally, this book is going to be a true catalyst in your life. I'm not kidding you guys. There is real white magic that is working through this book. There is a barrier to entry that, you know, I, as a being of light, I, I have my own guides that work with me. Um, they wanted to have a barrier to entry on the ancient knowledge that came through this book, right? Hence the price. But, but if you feel serious about unlocking your abundance, this is the book for you guys. I'm not kidding. It's going to work with your body, with your energy field on more levels than one. It is a multi-layered book. There are only a few books like that on the face of planet Earth today. It is quite rare. So if you want to check it out and if you want to really literally notice and see the big difference in having your life transform, highly recommend you get yourself a copy. Do yourself a favor. You'll thank me later, I promise. But we're talking about mind control today. How exciting for me. <laughs> I hope you guys are excited as well. Listen, like, like I said, this topic could potentially ruffle some feathers. I know that in the spiritual community, especially for women, right? I'm certainly a representative of that gender. For women, it is very popular to be a moon witch. It is very popular and in alignment, right? 
to almost teach your moon cycle. It is in alignment to teach connecting with the moon. It is almost out of alignment to not teach that, right? But that's why I'm also here to provide maybe a slightly different perspective. And what better time than today during the full moon when the energies and the tendencies that I'm going to be talking about are at their all-time high. Literally no better time. Okay, let's dive right in. I have made a couple of episodes that I would say have been kind of a precursor to this one, right? The first one that maybe you should consider checking out as a background. If something that I'm going to be talking about makes no sense to you, maybe you need a little bit more background. One of the ones you may want to check out is the episode about God, Goddess Consciousness. Not too long ago is when I did it. That is also the episode when I talked about the slave archetype. Um, there was a, actually, I think was it the previous episode where um, I, I made one about, um, you know, how the moon impacts you. Um, it's a little bit of a different angle, right? And when I teach moon energies, I actually teach them under different sauce and under different guise. Because again, reality is not single dimensional, you guys. There are so many different perspectives that go into understanding every single aspect of the universe. Uh, the universe is not linear, right? So we cannot approach it as a linear construct. We have to go deeper. We have to peel off the layers until we understand all the layers. Now, I think that the layer around aligning to the moon is a lot better understood than the layer of how the moon is being used to control the population of Earth. Now, I don't want to blame the moon. Let's get that out of the way. The moon, actually, the spirit that inhabits the moon is a very ancient spirit. I am personally very familiar with that spirit. You know, I, in, <laughs> you know, as a, um, as a being, I am very well aware of the journey of that spirit, right? And I have a lot of respect for the spirit. However, it has come here to play a certain role, just like the rest of us, right? We all have our parts to play in this grand game that we call life. I have already alluded to this in some of my past episodes, but um, essentially, um, why don't I actually rewind a little bit? Because I just want to make sure that, you know, I don't alienate 100% of you right away. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll take it easy, you guys. Like, we'll take it like baby steps, right? We're going to have to walk before we run here as society. So I'm pretty sure this is not going to come as any surprise to most of you. The fact that, you know, the very few people on this planet run everybody else, right? There are only a few people in charge, right? Essentially, the structure of society today is like a pyramid. The ones that understand how life works, the ones that understand and have a perspective of higher understanding, the ones that can pull the strings are at the capstone of the pyramid at the very, very top. Very often, right? The pyramid is used as an analogy for today's society. Now, the pyramid is a very ancient symbol. A lot of occult societies that may not necessarily stand for light have borrowed the symbology of the pyramid to serve their means, right? The concept of the eye of Horus, the all-seeing eye, has been completely twisted on its head. And instead of representing, actually, 
source consciousness, the all-seeing eye is actually a proxy for source consciousness, literally being privy to every single thing that is happening in the entirety of the realm of existence. The all-seeing eye, the eye of Horus, was actually originally the symbol of sun consciousness, which is an extension of source consciousness and an extension of God, goddess, absolute consciousness, right? Where we all came from. Um, that was the, uh, you know, that was the original symbology of the all-seeing eye, right? And, you know, there is a network of suns, you know, our local sun being just one aspect of that sun consciousness, from which a lot of the management of different territories of different worlds happens. And it is through the network of suns and through the network of the eye of Horus or the all-seeing eye that true congruency and true alignment to God's or goddess's plan, to the source's plan, comes from, right? Now, of course, you have all these occult societies that are using the symbology of the pyramid for their gains. However, if you look about how the pyramid is being used, it's the pyramid with the top of the capstone separate from the base of the pyramid. I urge you to pay attention to how the symbol is used, right? Very often, this capstone, this little aspect of the pyramid, the little baby triangle that's on top, has the eye within it, right? And then and it is completely separate from the rest of the pyramid, you guys. And then there is the base of the pyramid. What this is a symbol for in occult societies is the fact that the few run the many. That there are only very few beings that have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, right? And they are so, and they perceive themselves, these beings, this, I wouldn't even want to call them people, by the way, right? But these beings, are, they perceive themselves as so different, so separate, so much better, actually, than the rest of humanity, or than humanity, right? That they legitimately don't even believe that they belong to the same pyramid, in other words, they think that they have goddess consciousness to such a degree that they took the capstone and separated it from the people. They took the capstone and separated it from society and said, we are so on top that there is literally a gap. There is air between us. There is a chasm between us that you guys, as in quote unquote mere mortals, won't be able to cross, right? That is a part of the pyramid, right? The, the capstone with an all-seeing eye. So essentially they're saying we are God consciousness here on earth. So we are going to act like gods. And you are below us and you're going to act like our slaves. That is the symbology, right? In a lot of these occult societies. That is how the people on top feel. We're not going to go into who the people on top are, because that is beside the point. One thing that you need to know is these people are not always the same. Yes, there are some beings, actually, that essentially pull the strings, and they have been pulling the strings on this planet for millions of years, right? Their puppets may change with the times. And the secret societies that they run may change, and the agendas that they run may change, and different programs that they run may change. But there are a few things that are the common threads, no matter how you look at it, 
through whatever lens under every generation. There are some beings on this planet that consider themselves chosen. And when there are beings that consider themselves chosen, they tend to act like a ruling class. And when those beings start acting like the ruling class, everybody else is becoming subordinate to them by definition. Now, I already went into some uncomfortable truth in my previous episodes that at one point, the Homo sapiens race, which was not even remotely the first civilization of beings on planet Earth, one point, uh, humanity was created as a slave race for a group of fairly advanced extraterrestrials. As such, humanity has been expected and is still expected to act a certain way. And, God forbid, they start waking up to the reality of who they are. The reality of who Homo sapiens is, is a race that could graduate from their consciousness and their slave mentality into the mentality of God-Goddess consciousness. What does that mean? Essentially, it's the breaking of the chains. It's the liberation. It's the ascension, however you want to call it. Slave races, by the way, um, when they're created, right, there is, let's, let's call it a universal template, like a DNA structure that's being used. But that DNA molecule that is being put into races similar to Homo sapiens, and by the way, there are millions of them in the universe, um, generally, DNA is being tampered with to make sure that the slave race acts according to the wishes of the masters. Certain strands of DNA are becoming deactivated. Certain aspects of the, those beings are becoming dumbed down, right? Or numbed down. And so it is actually those beings become very easily controllable. So one of the biological limitations or aspects of Homo sapiens as a race and as a species is its controllability. That is one of the defining feature of Homo sapiens. I want you to sit with that for a quick second because I know that this is not easy or fun in terms of information to process, right? Now, not only is humanity genetically designed to be a controllable species, Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it and depending on what your perspective is, right? Because Homo sapiens, right, as a race, again, it's a very, shall we say, third dimensional race, right? It's a very third dimensional construct, right? Once true beings of light start incarnating within the race, right? These beings of light, it's kind of like an electric shock. So it's like an electric shock, a spark of source consciousness comes into these bodies, right? Starts having experiences. Now that spark, despite having gone through the veil of forgetfulness, still remembers that they are source, right? They still remember they're limitless. They still remember that there's absolutely nothing impossible. They still remember they, themselves as creators and creatresses, right? And yet they come into this structure of limitation, the world of limitation, right? The DNA of limitation, right? Plus the veil of forgetfulness. They also don't necessarily remember everything that happened to them, right? So a lot of limitations here. And yet 
And yet, over time, enough, when this happens enough times, the race starts evolving, which is what we have today. Now, because the race, you know, enough beings of light have come, enough souls that are advanced have come and descended into the bodies that have all of these limitations in place, that this race is actually starting to develop. This race, this species is starting to awaken. All of the things that DNA has been suppressing is becoming activated. Or all the things that have been suppressed in the, in the DNA are becoming activated. One quick example, the pineal gland is becoming activated. Your thymus gland is becoming activated. All of your glands, essentially, that were supposed to be semi-dormant or completely dormant are starting to awaken. Why? Again, because the higher consciousness is coming into the bodies and it's like an electric shock. You know, the electric shock goes through the system. All of a sudden, the circuits are starting to run. The, the circuits that were dead, the circuits that were asleep, the circuits were not activated. You know, again, it's an electric shock, right? And whoops, the system is starting to become uh, active again. All of these things, right? Now, of course, we still have these beings that are at the top of the capstone. <laughs> these beings are here. Like I said, some of them, the main ones, have been here for millions of years, right? Trust me, these beings have a plan, right? They are, they believe that they are the proxy for God consciousness, God goddess consciousness, right? As in, they believe themselves to be invincible. They believe themselves to be exceptionally smart. They believe themselves to be the winners of the game by default because they know how the game is run. They know how the game is played. And by the way, they set up the rules, huh? Okay. So you have these beings on top and you have 7 billion people at this point and counting that are starting to feel the burn like a little bit, maybe not all the way, right? And not every being to the same degree, but they're starting to feel the shift. The energies of Gaia are beginning to awaken. Gaia herself is going through a lot of transformation, right? All of a sudden, Gaia is starting to send all kinds of impulses to these beings. All of a sudden, these beings are starting to awaken through, you know, even a little bit. Like, they're starting to ask questions. They're starting to wonder what's going on. Some of them start taking psychedelics and actually feeling into the depth and the breadth of the universe. Some of them start meditating. Enough of them wake up and there are all these teachers of light. There are all these beings, all these extraterrestrials that are working with them. And again, like the Schumann resonance is rising. So the vibrations of Gaia are rising. Look at how many people are going vegan, vegetarian, all of that, right? Look at how many people are going back to nature. Look at how many people are doing ancestral work, etc., etc. Like all of these people digging within, right? What happens up top? In the with the folks on the capstone is they're starting to get nervous is what's happening they're really nervous you guys and so and so they're using every trick in the book to suppress this tendency they're using every trick in the book to prevent this stir up within the human collective consciousness right they are striving to preserve the status quo and by the way they have every tool imaginable, you guys, to control your mind. Today, we're going to dive into just some of the things that they have at their disposal. I don't want this to be a doomsday, but I want this to be an awareness episode. 
so that you understand exactly how deep the rabbit hole goes. For thousands of years, for millennia, the crystallic structures, there have been, you know, essentially structures within the earth itself, crystals, um, as well as certain grids have been installed in Mother Gaia herself to preserve the status quo and to make sure that the Homo sapiens race remains controllable. Controllable is, by the way, the same as asleep, right? What is controllable? And what does the what do the folks up top want you to do? They want you to be predictable. They want you to act how they want you to act. They don't want you to have too much original thought. They don't want you to make your own um, decisions that serve you and don't serve their agenda. They don't want you following your own unique path. In fact, they want you to be in as much of a herd mentality as is possible, right? They would prefer for you to live into a template. The template is, you know, I don't know, get born, go to school, uh, get a job, th these are the appropriate jobs, work your nine to five, you know, work again, maybe get a little bit of a raise, chase the raise, and then even like what you're supposed to buy, like in different societies, it's different, but you're supposed to have a mortgage. You're supposed to have a house. Like that's like the normal thing to do. Nobody even stops to think why the heck you need a house. You can't take that with you when you die, but your whole life for a lot of people is slaving off, you know, to pay the mortgage. Did you ever actually stop to think, do you even need that freaking house? Does it make you happy? Or is it another thing that you're slaving over? I'm just saying, right? Just watch the template you're living in, right? What else do they want you to do? They want you to watch TV. They want you to be programmed by whatever you watch on TV. They want you to react to the news. They want you to react to the news in the exact same way. Or maybe they want to have two opposing camps. That's why in the American society, they have the Republican and the Democrats. Both are programmed by them, by the way. And one always feels so righteous compared to the other. The liberals always feel like very righteous. And, and the conservatives always feel also smarter than these other like stupid liberals. You know, all you get is division, divide and conquer. One of the main principles of how they keep you controlled. So they have a whole slew of different structures, systems in place. So that, God forbid, you develop original thinking. God forbid you start seeing the puppeteer for who he or she is. God forbid you awaken to your own God-given potential. God forbid. They would lose you as an entity within the system that feeds their agenda with your energy. You are a battery. Hate to say this. Not unlike the Matrix movie, right? You're the battery that feeds their agenda. They want your energy funneled to very particular aspects of reality. They want your energy funneled to very particular aspects of reality. They don't want your agenda, your personal agenda, 
to become so strong within you. They don't want you to awaken to your true potential. They don't want you to awaken to what you came here to do. Because once you exit the herd mentality and start treading your own path, start walking the walk you're supposed to walk, all of a sudden they lose you. And not only that, but human being energy, you know, the energy of human beings is contagious. So one awoke person is actually quite dangerous because they generally tend to wake up 10 others, at least, right, through the course of their lives, even if they're not attempting to, it just happens so. And that's dangerous. Because one awoke person waking up 10 other people is a pretty bad virality factor. Or pretty good, shall I say. But for them, if they're trying to keep you contained, it's pretty bad. Because that is exponential growth, you guys. Exponential growth is dangerous for the people at the capstone level. Just saying. Yeah? So what are the ways that they control you? And you don't even know it. You don't even know it. There is a whole system of things built to control you. It is pockets upon pockets of systems, actually. And the way I want you to think about it, it's almost like it's a pyramid. But no, I guess a pyramid is a really bad example. Imagine a set of cubes, one stuck on top of another, kind of like a tower of Legos, right? Once you graduate from the lower cube, you think you're liberated because you're on level two. But level two is the trap just the same. I will tell you exactly what I mean by that in a little bit, right? Because just exactly how controlled you are, you have not even the tiniest clue. So there are some very simple tricks in the book, right? Divide and conquer. Very simple controlling principle. The policing state. Have you noticed how it is really easy to brainwash? Well, maybe you haven't. But one of the oldest tricks in the books is you brainwash people. And then brainwashed people actually self-regulate. So they regulate the community. So if you have one person or two people in the community that is becoming outspoken, the people who are brainwashed, who are controlled, are going to put, it's not even peer pressure, but they're going to bully them and they're going to force them into compliance. And that is kind of the police state, is when the citizens of the state, that the citizens that are asleep, are starting to tell on and rat out the people that are not asleep. And you're actually going to see that in society. You're going to start start seeing that with vaccines in the unvaccinated people. Not yet, but you will see that. A couple of years. Yeah, anyhow. So there is a system that has been created, a network. So it goes as deep as the crystalline grid of the planet has places and spots within it that have been created by beings that know exactly how energy works. By the way, these beings up top, they know exactly what's going on, right? It's the people who are asleep don't believe in things like energy. They don't believe in things like the invisible world and things like dimensions, etc., etc. All of these ancient and and by the way, like how do you how do you hide this ancient priesthood knowledge 
is by putting it in front of everybody's faces and, and ridiculing it. A quick example is astrology. Astrology is one of the most ancient sciences. It is a science. It's not a pseudoscience. It is the realm of the knowledge of the priests of the old. Priests and priestesses. It was the priesthood. Science. Not something for, you know, your normal average human to understand. But now we have the zodiac sign situation. And we have these horoscopes that make no sense. Because, yeah, it is freaking impossible to say, okay, well, like, you know, I don't know. Let's pick a random date and, like, let's read a horoscope for Leo. And then what ends up happening is the things that comes out are so overgeneralized that nothing fits or everything does, right? And so that is how they take astrology, one of the most important sciences that humanity has access to. They're trying to understand their uh, predicament as well as their purpose, all of it. But it has been reduced to something that is laughable, which is horoscopes. And so all of these people that are asleep, they're like, haha, astrology, who cares, right? So part of the reason why so many people fall asleep, fall asleep, not fall asleep, but never wake up, shall I say, is that there is a whole grid, crystalline grid within the structure of Mother Gaia that has been placed here by the priests up top and the beings up top who know exactly how life works. These are the beings that actually know astrology like nobody's, nobody's business. All of the events that they're planning to control humanity are all planned according to cosmic movements of planets. By the way, the, the alignments that they're aware of go well above the solar system. They're factoring in not just the Milky Way, but the surrounding and neighboring galaxies as well. That is how the depth of their knowledge runs. And of course, you know, comparatively speaking, humanity is like a bunch of kindergartners that does not believe that any of the things that is real is actually real. Anyhow, so it starts in the crystalline grid. That is like one way. The second way that they control you is through satellites. Satellites have been around for way longer than you give them credit for. Not going to go into that one too much, right? But they control you through satellites. And in general, they control you through technology. So technocratic societies and technology in general, all of the devices are a means of control. I've seen it time and time again. And whether you recognize it or not, it's controlling you. Moon, the moon is a satellite. Ha ha. Right? Remember how I said all the satellites are here to control you? I have not encountered one single satellite that is not a means of control. Not one. And there are thousands, thousands surrounding planet Earth right now. The moon is a satellite. It is actually not a naturally created cosmic planet. It is an old, pretty, rusty spacecraft, if you look inside. For those of you that have the third eye, I urge you to open it up and actually dissect the moon and tell me what you see inside. I'll tell you what I see. A very, very rusty cosmic ship. Yes, it has consciousness, right? Because, you know, co uh, uh, like a 
A spacecraft is actually a body in the same way that you inhabit your body and you have consciousness, right? In the same way the moon can have the body of a cosmic ship and have consciousness. So the moon is one of the strongest ways that these folks up top are controlling you. Yep. Okay. Like I said, technology. Everything technology. So media and the internet is a form of control. Make no mistake. It's a form of control. What is control? Control is making sure that you act like everybody else. Making sure that you know what the proper way of acting is. And making sure you follow into the blueprint. God forbid you step out of the blueprint and start following your own path. Because that is not for the slave race. That is for somebody else entirely. Awakening, again, goes against everything that these beings up top believe in. They don't want you to awaken. God forbid you awaken. They cannot fully prevent it. But trust me, their tools are freaking good. Um, Now, of course, the satellites... You have all these towers on planet Earth that are receptors, the antennas. Hello, 5G. 5G is a very, very effective form of control. It's going to get a lot more sophisticated as time goes by. But every single technology device inside of your home is a form of control that they use. Media. Very big one. From large blockbuster movies where they literally program the future by telling you oh like oh it's a futuristic thing oh look oh it's a post-apocalyptic world or what have you oh look at this technocratic society oh oh look at this hunger game society oh look at the squid games blah 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 ha 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 how funny and then mark zuckerberg announces metaverse and you're like what the actual hell (laughs) do you know what i mean They've programmed you with Westworld. And now you're seeing this transform. And you're seeing that happen in front of your eyes. And you don't think you've been programmed. One of the ways to program humanity is to seed an idea on a massive scale to humanity. And then have humanity manifest that into existence. This is the freaking oldest trick in in the book, you guys. If you believe... That you have not been manifesting a technocratic future. You you have been mistaken. It has been in the popular eye for decades. They have been programming you that. With Orwell's 1984. You think that's a contrarian book? No, it is, you know, a seed of programming for you. Hello, wake up, please. Yeah, okay. What else? The food you eat. Everything you consume. The news. Form of control. Yeah. Divide and conquer. And then brainwashing. The oldest trick in the book. Because, yeah. Like, you repeat something enough times, your brain thinks it's true. Right? Yeah. Just watch the amount of mind control. Like, what are some of the things that are presenting to, presented to you as good? Right? Now, of course, we... We know that the United States like likes liberating countries, right? By going to war, right? By placing their military right in the middle of these countries, right? It's supposed to be the act of liberation. And look at all of these liberation movements and how many of them get support within the U.S. population. A ton. 
the majority of the U.S. population supports this military action and murdering people. That is how brainwashed you are. How sad. You don't even know it. Right? They're programming you towards, like, who's going to become the next president. That's not even a choice. It's a program that's running. And you're not even aware. What about the cancel culture? What do you think the cancel culture is? The cancel culture is a virus within the system. Or shall I say, it is the thing that prevents the virus from spreading. In a system, right? I'm talking about, like, I don't know, any technological system, any program, right? Sometimes when you get a bug, your whole system could crash. The people that have original thinking are a bug of the system because there is a danger that they have stepped out of the path and, oh my God, they're going to start using original thinking right now. Beware. Da-da, red flag. Real scary. Just saying, right? So you get the society to cancel them. All of a sudden, they become the scapegoat. It does one of two things. A, it really freaking kills any type of contrarian thinking. Because God forbid you say all lives matter. And you will be freaking crucified and canceled for that. Thank you very much. And they will unearth your tweet from 20,000 years ago. (laughs) You know what I mean? To crucify you if you like it, right? And what also happens with cancel culture is all of the other people that are watching somebody else be canceled, they're like, oh, God forbid I ever become canceled. This becomes like a fear in the collective of not wanting to be canceled. What is that fear? It's the same exact fear of being ostracized. It's the same exact nervousness that you feel when you're really afraid of public speaking because being seen is actually dangerous. Being noticed is a precursor to being singled out. It is dangerous in society to be noticed. Extremely dangerous. Because that puts a spotlight on you. A spotlight is also a target. I'm just saying. What are the other measures of control? Um, keeping humanity in low vibrations. So, low vibrations equal herd mentality. High vibrations always mean connection to your higher self, connection to your own personal path. Your own personal path is never aligned to the agenda of the ruling class. Your personal um, path is aligned to your own agenda, actually, as a soul. Your higher self's agenda, right? Your path, what's unique about you? They don't want you to find out what's unique about you, let me tell you. God forbid you start waking people up left, right, and center. Their whole house of cards falls apart. They don't want that. They don't want you to be the domino, the first domino. They're really scared of you of being the first domino, God forbid, right? So they have built a system that enables them to keep humanity in low vibrations through the foods they they put in front of you, right? Through the pharmaceutical industry, through having certain chemicals in the water that you drink and that just keeps going on through genetically modified um, fruits and vegetables and grains all of that 
is actually cutting off the energy from your higher centers and is built to preserve your energy in the lower centers. Because if the, your energy never goes up to the heart space, if they keep it and maintain that in the solar plexus and below, it's actually very easy to drop your energy into the mentality of fear and antagonism, right? The moment they dropped you into fear, the moment they dropped you into antagonism, me versus them, the minute they dropped you into zero-sum game, you become controllable because a few things start happening. Fear, right, makes you want, actually, not just be okay with, but yearn for control, for somebody controlling you, right? Because control in that instance would equal to safety. So when you're in that primal state of fear, whether that is terrorism, nuclear war, COVID, doesn't really matter. You become so controllable because you're like, please, somebody come fix it for me. Please, Mr. President. Please, the World Health Organization. Anybody, please come save me. I'm ready for the saving. And then they can come here like the Superman or the Superwoman and save the day, right? With whatever else they want to inject in your body, by the way, that has their own agenda. It's going to keep maintaining your vibration so low that essentially they wouldn't even need any of the other tools in the toolbox, right? And yet they have all these other tools. Big cities. Massive, you guys. Massive, massive mode of control. Big cities. Every single city, 250,000 people and above, is a control hub. Every single city, there is a program that runs every single city. Like the mini matrix of every single city has been programmed. What do I mean by that? It has been programmed with a certain set of vibrations, the certain set of emotions, and a certain set of thoughts. In other words, they are programming your physical, your mental, and your emotional. It is a program that runs. The moment you step into the confines of the city or within the borders of the city, you join the A, the human collective consciousness. And by the way, all of this has been programmed, right? And there are means, generally, there are actual technological installations within the cities that are transmitting certain frequencies for uh, people to partake in. Sometimes they are even, like for bigger cities, there are different frequencies that are being transmitted depending on the region, not the region, sorry, the neighborhood, right? Different neighborhoods are going to be bombarded with different uh, mental frameworks. Have you ever woken up, it just felt really weird, and all of a sudden like you would get a thought that is not characteristic of who you are? Like it's just like the thought just randomly comes out of nowhere. And the thought is just so not you. And all of a sudden you're feeling that way and you can't escape. Chances are you're, you've just been programmed, right? So essentially your own antenna, your body's an antenna, has picked up on the frequency that has been translated or has been transmitted in that city that morning. New York City is a really, really good example. New York City has seven ma major zones. It has been divided, uh, and I mean like the, um, the boroughs as well. 
right? There are seven major zones. And depending on which zone you are, they're actually sending a particular set of mental constructs to you. Via their means, 5G towers is one, there are others, and satellites. And essentially, people are thinking the same things. They don't even know that. And these are not their thoughts. It's you becoming a receptor and everybody tuning into the same radio frequency. A lot of that frequency, I mean, depending on the day, they switch it up, right? They switch it up. Anytime. Because by the way, there are also cosmic alignments, right? There just happen to be days that are good for people, for instance, waking up. There are like cosmic alignments, for instance, when the sun energies are strong, because, uh, you know, some other, like, I don't know, Venus energies are strong or Jupiter energies are strong. You know, when they know that there is a cosmic propensity for people to start waking up to their true potential, they start hitting you with down frequencies. You know, they start suppressing you. And that's why sometimes actually in big cities, like the air just feels heavy. It just feels like something is just like weighing on you. You know, what's weighing on you is they know that the Schumann resonance in that particular, you know, that day is going to be really high. So they're going to try to suppress you with all kinds of emotions. Right. Not to say that they're calcifying your pineal gland. So God forbid you'd be able to connect to your higher self. Right. And again, they're bombarding you with all types of programs through the music that you're listening to, the shows that you're tuning up, tuning into, the books you read, all of it, all of the above, right? Big cities are big traps. It is actually impossible to maintain individualistic thinking for a long time if you live in the city. In fact, everybody who is starting to think in like an individual who is starting to wake up from their for to their highest potential is not going to be able to live in the city for the long haul. They're going to run away crying. Or if they stay, it's because it's their mission. It's because they literally came to do that. They literally came to work like a light worker and be in the city. Just saying. That would be the only other reason for you to stay. Like if your business is there and you're like trapped. right? But if you have a choice... And if you start following your path, chances are not going to stay in the city. Because that is going to be a pretty depressing frequency. Also, the cities are really exceptionally suffocating for anybody who vibrates higher than the solar plexus level. right? Which essentially is what most of the people who are on the spiritual path. right? A little bit higher than the solar plexus. right? So you may be within the city thinking that you're so unique. And, you know, one of you is in real estate and the other of you is a writer and the third of you is, I don't know, a teacher. But you are still dancing to the beat of the same drum. Make no mistake. Or one of the beats of the drum, right? There are a few of them, you know. Work, 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 work. Why do you think Rihanna sings that? <laughs> it's a mantra, you guys. They just want you to work. And they're, you know, do your good old, like, nine to five. Be a good boy or girl. Then you come home, sit in front of a TV, eat an unhealthy dinner because you're so tired you can't even make a healthy dinner at this point. And keep giving away your energy, right? Like, it's, 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 and then you're the battery, you know? It's so easy to take from you when you are in, in this 
herd mentality. Exceptionally easy. So the moon is one of the ways that they control you. Now, do you remember how I told you that this life is like pockets? Or like once you think that you awaken, all of a sudden there is the next trap. By the way, these people up top, I should be calling them people beings. These beings up top that are running this whole show. They know that there is a possibility that some of you are going to awaken up, wake up to what you're meant to be doing, to what your purpose is. And that is where they prep the next trap for you. And the next trap is, let's be all spiritual and do the exact same thing as everybody else does in the world of spirituality. Have you noticed that there's also like, almost like a blueprint of like what's cool to do and what's okay to do? And I don't know, is it me or it's just, it feels like everybody and their mother is doing moon rituals. <laughs> it just feels like, you know, especially women, like, I mean, enough men as well. But everyone's like, new moon ritual, you know, full moon ritual, that one, like Scorpio moon, freaking Taurus moon. Listen, it's fine. You know, it's one way to align. But I will tell you this. If you are awakened, as you believe, right? Or a light worker, as you believe. Aligning so many people to the frequencies of the moon and having all of these rituals is essentially teaching people who are about to awaken to their truth, to their path, to the connection with their higher self, all of a sudden you're telling them, oh, actually, no, 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 don't do that. Stay in the lane. Let's all hold hands and let's all gather together for new moon and full moon. Does this remind you of anything? It is the same thing as mind control, only a level higher. You know, a level below, everybody's walking in the same lane and watching whatever, squid games or whatever they're watching. Hunger games, or one of the, whatever the, 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 you know, the show is of the hour of the day. And they're doing their nine to five and blah, 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 right? So they're asleep in one way, but they're all moving in the same way. And then you go a level higher and you think, okay, like this is where enlightenment is. This is where all like the woke people are. And these woke people, just like zombies, are doing all of these meditations for new moon and full moon. And you're like, what the actual hell? Or I go like, what the actual hell? Because, because this is for, and by the way, and this is where I know, I know a lot of you are going to get triggered. A lot of you are going to be like, how dare she? How dare she? Moon has magic. And my womb is my creative force. You're, as a woman, I need to be aligned to my cycles. And the answer is yes. Yes. To all of that. And it limits you. And you are okay with that. Because no, the moon is not your only way to align to the grander energies of what is. And I am going to, I said it and I will say this again. The moon is a very local satellite to planet Earth. As in, it is not a cosmic power of higher vibration. It is not a cosmic power that anybody outside of planet Earth cares about. In fact, connecting to the energies of Jupiter, Venus, and the sun is way more beneficiary. Beneficial, sorry. Those planets are way more evolved. Those planets are way more aligned to the energies of source. These planets can get you to where you're trying to go faster. 
Where's the moon? Again, it is just know that. In a layered universe, the moon is a form of control. So if instead of going to your own higher self, instead of understanding what you want, why you came here, you feel called to just do what everybody else does, which is the full moon ritual and the new moon ritual, automatically, and that is the new cycle that you develop, then you're missing out on true connection with yourself. And I would say that it's a pretty big thing to miss out on. Right? I hope you catch my drift. The only way humanity gets to graduate to becoming a god or goddess race is if we stop living the herd mentality curse. Because make no mistake, it is a curse. It is not a blessing. Being like everybody else, thinking like everybody else, feeling trapped like everybody else is a curse. It is not a blessing. A blessing is walking your path, is following your North Star, is understanding who you are at soul level and why you came here to be, and not wasting time trying to conform to some ideals. I actually feel really bad for those women that think that their only creativity center is the sacral. And by the way, unless you connect to the womb and unless you connect to the moon, you're essentially done for. Your womb is not your only creativity center. In fact, I'll go as far as to tell you that one of your main creativity centers is your heart. Your karmic creativity center is Vishuddha, your fifth center, your throat. And your cosmic creativity center is your crown. So how about that? How about, you know, expanding our horizons and opening things that are really truly meant to be open for humanity to upgrade? Otherwise, we're going to get stuck at level two of following moon cycles. And that's the extent of, that's going to be the extent of our awakening. I just want you to check in with yourself and understand that if you're connecting to the moon, you're connecting to your sacral. And that is just the second layer, you guys. That is the second level of being human. You have at least seven available to you. Are you going to be stuck on level two? Or are you going to go higher? The choice is yours. I'm just here as a messenger. The path you walk is your own. I will tell you that the path to your personal evolution goes way above and beyond and outside of the network of control. It goes way above and beyond walking the walk of every other spiritual being, quote unquote. In fact, the more you find yourself, just find the next click or finding that next pattern the less you go within, the more you're going to get lost. This is just going to be another form of lost. You know, there is a form of being lost for asleep people. And then there's a form of being lost for quote-unquote awoke people. The end game is the same. You are lost. Right? And by the way, it has been built for you. Like a false ideal. Like a false god. Or goddess in this particular case. So that every wise woman who also calls herself a witch could be stopped one layer, two layers, three layers before reaching her full potential. Because 
the moon, by the way, you know, she, it ha she has magnetism. Make no freaking mistake. Enough so, right, that the moon can make the sun go eclipse, right? The sun go dark, essentially, by positioning herself between the earth and the sun, right? We are in full control of this baby, right? So make no mistake, she's quite magnetic. If you start vibrating at her frequency, she's going to suck you into her orbit and you're going to be talking about the void moon and the, the strawberry moon and the blood moon and the everything else moon. And you're going to be studying her cycles till the cows come home. And that is going to be the extent of your spirituality, my friend. I don't mean to turn this into an episode berating the moon. I don't. But I wanted to provide you this perspective because I am sick and tired of watching humanity walk itself off a cliff with this herd mentality BS. I'm just tired of watching this. I've seen this pattern, you guys, many times. Even on this planet, I've seen it. Unfortunately. And the herd mentality never, never, never led to anything good. I've seen it time and time again. Humanity just walks itself off a cliff. And by the way, it there is enough, right? There is enough out there. Like all of these tools that I told you, there are enough of them. We haven't even gotten to virtual reality. Oh my God. And that is going to be a whole other layer of control. Right? And... It is up to the people who are starting to wake up to find their own path and not just do what everybody else is doing. There are all these patterns. Everybody else always goes through patterns. Find your pattern. Find what makes you you. Not to sound like a broken record, that is going to take some connecting with your higher self. It's going to take some connecting with the North Star. It's going to take some going within. It's going to take some soul searching. It's going to take some uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. I wanted to take the questions from the collective. As you can tell, I'm really passionate about this topic. If, again, if you don't resonate with this, this is just a perspective. This is just a point of view. You can, you know, take it or leave it. But um, I'm here to take any questions on this from the collective. Anything you were wondering about. Um, as long as it serves the human collective, I'm happy to take it. The question that came through is, so what am I not supposed to then follow the moon cycles? <laughs> oh, you guys, I love this question. I hate this question. Because I understand that by doing this, I, I may have just created a rift. I may have also just inadvertently made you a little bit more lost. There is nothing wrong with following the moon cycles or learning more about the moon. As long as you understand that the moon is a form of your control. It is an entity that was placed here to prevent you from finding your path. Will it help you understand yourself better? Yes, absolutely it will. Because you are homo sapiens, I'm assuming. And as such, you are programmed at the DNA level to hear the call of the moon, whether you realize it or not. So yes, I would say 
that the fact that you are awakening up to the fact, the, the fact that you are present to the understanding that you are being controlled by the moon is progress compared to somebody that has no clue what runs their life. I would call this progress. But I will also tell you that this is kind of a temporary in-between state because you have to go someplace else from here. And just following the moon cycles is not the answer. It is not the answer. For very, very, very few of you, the purpose of coming here is to follow the moon cycles. It is actually, there is that next level above. Like when you rise above the fold, that is really the true you. That's where you're trying to go. But do you have to pass together? Do you have to pass through the system of control that's run by the moon? Yes. Would it help to understand how that works? Yes, absolutely. Especially if you're being called to, to do that. Just don't think that this is a means all and all. Because it's not. It's a path. It's a step in your journey. In other words, I would never tell you to not connect with the moon. In fact, there is a lot you can learn from that consciousness. Again, I go way back with the being that is incarnated in this rusty satellite we call the moon. I know her very well. She could be a good teacher for some of you. But she's also a trap. Right? And if you don't have enough momentum to propel yourself past her orbit, you're going to get sucked into her orbit. And that is not where the greatest insights are. You, she may give you emotional insights. She may give you, she may accentuate some of your special abilities. But the level of that is still going to be quite low, comparatively speaking. If I'm trying to compare to universal consciousness, cosmic consciousness, and higher dimensional consciousness. There's nothing higher dimensional about the moon. I hate to say this. The moon goes to 5D. This one that you have access to. Right? This version of the moon doesn't go beyond that. I'm just saying. Once Gaia evolves to 6D, she's not going to have the satellite. I'm just saying. 5D is actually still quite low vibration. I hate to say this. Okay, I'll take one more question from the collective. Anything you wanted to ask about this topic? Um, as long as it serves the human collective, I'm happy to receive it. Oh, okay. Thank you for reminding me. The question is, so if we are subject to all of these tools of control, how do we make sure that we are not playing into the hands of these people up top with the Eye of Horus capstone situation? And how do we essentially protect ourselves. I actually like this question. Thank you so much for reminding me because obviously I want to give you the tools. <laughs> well, the answer is not going to be created equal for all of you. So take it with a grain of salt and only apply whatever really resonates with you. You're going to have to stop playing by the rules. There is no other way, right? Now, this cannot happen overnight. You're going to have to take your 
take control back step by step by step. You're going to have to take your free will back step by step by step by watching what you're consuming and raising your vibration, right? Raising your vibration means being more in, like spending as much time in nature as is humanely possible. Connecting to natural features because, again, it gets you out of the trap of lower chakras into the higher chakra world. Nature resets your personal frequencies and aligns you with your perfect blueprint as opposed to your brainwashed blueprint. Don't freaking watch the news. Don't watch things that, like, popular shows that, you know, all of a sudden somebody's like, I don't know, something really goes viral, like a show, chances are it's not, it's not a coincidence. So, or if you do watch that, recognize that you're subjecting yourself to programming. And maybe you would want to do a clearing of the codes, if you're so curious, to watch some of these shows. Otherwise, it's going to remain in your subconscious as like partially reality that is manifested and you're going to start helping manifest it. Over time, you want to clean up your diet as much as possible, right? Because to raise vibrations, and by the way, you following your path is in the higher chakras. That is completely correlated to the higher vibrational frequencies. In other words, if you live in the high vibrational frequencies, you're not going to be controllable. It's impossible because by definition, you're going to be guided by what's best for you, what's in the highest good for you and the rest of the world, right? Which is not control, by the way. Being controlled is never in the highest good of anyone. Not only that, but like humanity is giving away that control willingly, right? You're willingly consuming all of that media. Nobody's making you watch that. Nobody's making you eat that hamburger. You're doing it, right? So take responsibility. Technology, trying to avoid technology is really hard. That is definitely one way of doing it. But, you know, if you're worried about being controlled, one way to stop, you know, to prevent that or minimize that is move, move away from the big city. You know, get off the grid as much as possible. Getting off the grid is really going to help you get realigned with who you are and get out of the orbit of the controlling entities. It would be helpful to watch how certain moon cycles make you feel and recognize and waking up to the fact that full moon actually is the time when they control you the most, right? So if you have heightened emotions during the full moon, if you're feeling a particular kind of way, like really angry or really combative or what, you know, what have you, or maybe depressed all of a sudden, right? Recognize that that is not your emotion. Recognize that this is an emotion or a thought pattern that is being given to you or fed to you on a silver spoon and you are just eating it and consuming it. So stop perceiving those thoughts as inherently belonging to you and recognize them for what they are. I actually highly recommend psychedelic experiences if you're trying to untrap yourself. Yes. Yes. Do yourself a favor and experience that intentionally as a ritual that is going to liberate your brain like nothing else go and have an ayahuasca experience intentionally not as a recreational drug but as a ritual 
as a shamanic rite of passage. And by the way, before you go and have an ayahuasca experience, do yourself a favor and prepare your body for at least a month. You want to come into that experience as prepared as you could possibly be. You want to cleanse your body as much as possible. If you're a meat eater, you don't want to be eating meat for a month. If you drink alcohol, you don't want to be drinking alcohol. Same thing goes for fish, you know, another type of meat. It's very important to go into that uh, experience really well prepared because what you put in is what you get out, right? It's really going to help clean your pathways. Meditate. Meditating is definitely a way to activate your higher chakras and start getting outside of the predicament of being controlled all the time. Journaling could help. But journaling in and of itself is not going to help because if you're trapped, you're running patterns of the human collective. If you're running patterns of the human collective, that means you think like everybody else, you talk like everybody else, and you journal like everybody else. In fact, for most people that are doing journaling during this full moon today, if I were to look at their journals, I would see copy-paste answers of what they want to release and what they want to attract and blah, blah, blah. Literally, it's freaking copy-paste. It's not even interesting, you guys. It's incredibly boring to read those journals. Because what humans don't understand is exactly how much they're impacted by the collective and how little original thinking there actually is. So I actually challenge you to watch the alternative news to read up about alternative history, to awaken your brain to things that are real, because you're going to start rewiring the pathways in your brain, starting going to get out of that predicament of just doing what they tell you to do on TV and living into those patterns and blueprints and templates. It's important for you to get yourself like-minded friends because you are a byproduct of three to four to five people you spend the most time with so you're spending time with brainwashed people i hate to tell you you're gonna be just as brainwashed as they are drinking alcohol lowers your vibration do yourself a favor switch to mocktails literally literally what is it like a two percent chance that you're drinking alcohol and you have fully original thinking? Very little chance. Because alcohol lowers your vibration. It makes you completely vulnerable to, again, the low vibrational frequencies of fear, you know, self-doubt, you know, your inner critic is right there. And in general, it just sucks away your energy. Sucks away your energy. That energy, there's, you don't have a sufficient amount for that energy to go to your higher chakras. So you essentially sign on for operating um, in, the lower, in the lower arena, right? Start aligning to your higher self, like I said, to your higher guidance in the North Star. Start aligning to higher cosmic powers instead of the moon. Start uncovering your connection with Venus, with Jupiter, and with the sun. Those are three really good ones to align with. Or at least, so in other words, if you are aligning with the moon, 
then fine, then give everybody else a chance as well. Then that means that you're such a believer in cosmic powers, right? Or are you only the believer that the moon energies are good for you and nothing else is? Hate to sound like a broken record, but Venus is actually a lot more divine of a feminine force than the moon, right? So if we're giving, giving the moon a chance, let's give everybody else a shot as well, right? Or Jupiter connection. How about you developing a Jupiter connection? The path to the highest path, the quickest path to your expansion is developing your connection to Jupiter, right? Just saying. Also, also a couple of things here. Um, if you're feeling like you're being bombarded or controlled or it's very hard for you to step outside of this herd mentality situation and if you feel like you're just marching to the beat of the drum that everybody else is marching to i want you to imagine a white silver cloth of light and i want you to imagine that you're wrapping your head, specifically both of your ears, on both sides, the left and the right side of your head, with this cloth. This cloth is actually the protector. It's a protective shield against mental control of all kind. And emotional control, by the way, as well. And the two go hand in hand, more often than not. Where there's, you know, uh, because there's obviously they, they come in pairs, right? It's like a duo, a dynamic duo. Your emotion always goes with a thought, or rather your thought goes with an emotion. So if you kind of in a meditative state, you close your eyes, right? And you imagine that you're wrapping this protective cloth over both of your ears, you know, behind your neck, kind of start behind your neck. And then you almost like take it to the top of your head and you tie a little bow, right? And then you can do even a second layer of that. It's going to help protect you from outside influence. This is something that you can do regardless of where you live. You know, if you're a big city girl, a guy, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's going to help. You may even do a third layer if you want, if that makes you feel good. So that's one. Two, you want to make sure that you are constantly cleansing your mental body from all types of mind control exercises that all these people are doing. The CIA, all of these other guys, by the way, they're part of the mind control circle. The government, yeah, yeah. Uh, private corporations, you know, they're all, they're part, it's part of the same circle. Now, they're not the people up top, but they are guided and guarded and, you know, their strings are being pulled by these people up top, beings up top, pardon my, um, you know, I, I misspoke again. Yeah, but. Essentially, you want to declutter and cleanse your mental body because whether you realize it or not, over time, there's all this mental sediment of controlling thoughts, thought patterns, thought loops. All of that is going to get accumulated in your mental body. And you really want to make sure that you are decluttering. It's like mental hygiene. So I want you to imagine that your mental body is a sphere surrounding your actual body. And I want you to imagine that it has a zipper and literally like if you unzip kind of like open up the zipper there is an opening in your mental body and I want you to exit like you're being like imagine exiting from that mental body and it's a sphere and it's going to fall away behind you kind of like the old older skin of the snake right so you liberate yourself and then I want you to do this two more times so for a total of three 
imagine like you know you would notice actually that there is like once you step out of like one layer of your mental body there's going to be another layer that's created and i often find that you have to do this three times for you to fully cleanse your mental aura how often do you need to do this it depends if you're living in a place I don't know, like Machu Picchu or somewhere in Peru, where the mind control is actually at its historical low, then you don't need to do it that often, right? Or like the Sacred Valley in Peru. Mind control is not that high in Peru. Mind control is not that high in Mexico. Um, Mind control is not that high in Chile, for instance. Mind control is extremely high in the United States, extremely high in the UK. All of Western Europe, mind control is high. Eastern Europe mind control is also very high. It's a different caliber, right? Mind control is crazy high in China, I'm just saying, right? These are not the places you go to detox. If you live in one of those places, you really want to be clearing your mental body at least once every two weeks. And if you're living in the big city of one of these, maybe once a week is what you want to do it. Do that because you are constantly bombarded. More than a thousand messages a day they're sending you. That's on a good day. Bad day, 5,000 signals that your mental body is receiving. And you may be repelling a lot of that, but girl, a guy, trust me, it's going to, that sediment is still going to be in your mental body, whether you realize it or not, whether you'd like it or not. So it's just mental hygiene. It's just, it unfortunately, comes with the territory. And over time, raise your vibrations, meditate daily, right? Meditating daily is really, really important. At least once a day, maybe twice a day. Actually, meditating in the middle of the day for 15 minutes is better than a, a nap. Much better than a nap to realign you to, to what you're you know, meant to be doing. Find like-minded individuals uh, where you, know, you could go way below and beyond small talk. right? And you can actually start having intelligent conversations about how life really is. How the universe really is. Instead of, you know... <laughs> doing what everybody else does and either gossiping or discussing the the new episode of some show that they saw yeah okay well let's see if there's one other quick question from from the collective on this topic anything that i need to respond to um i'm here to receive the question is how do they use the moon to control us well, uh, I've, you know, essentially the moon, like I said, is, is a piece of technology. It's a piece of hardware. Uh, like any piece of hardware, like, you know, it is both a receiver, like an antenna and a transmitter of information. It receives information from another technological entity, um, that is being programmed by these beings that are controlling this planet, also the creator race of Homo sapiens. And they change that tune depending on what type of energy needs to be collected. Because this race actually uses human energy as a currency. Now, not all human energy is created equal. There are different kinds of human energies. You know, there are different, I don't know, energies of fear, energies of, I don't know, different feelings all of them are frequencies right in the same way that your money right how you know your money has different denominators you have a five dollar bill a one dollar bill a twenty dollar bill a hundred dollar bill a fifty dollar bill 
Same way, like, not all energy is created equal. Sometimes they want to get paid in $5 bills as beings. Sometimes they want to be paid in $100 bills. Depending on that, they're going to program that piece of hardware that essentially programs the moon to transmit a particular kind of thought frequency. Because a particular kind of thought frequency creates a particular kind of emotional vibration. And by the way, they eat the energy of your emotions, not your thoughts, right? But the loop works, thoughts form your emotions. And the moon is a really, really good receptive center. Mind you, it's still... Um, uh, it's uh, run by a female principle, right? So it's very receptive. It's very perceptive, right? So it's actually very easy for them to saturate the moon with a particular kind of vibration. And then the moon starts, you know, uh, you know, transmitting that to everybody on planet Earth, right? Because the moon governs the water element, among other things. And that transmission happens through the water in your body. Um, you know, through the tides in the ocean, you know, every single movement, you know, essentially all of your blood, all of that is liquid, right? So every liquid is run by the moon. So that is how they transmit the frequencies from the moon to your body. By the way, it takes three seconds for that frequency to get uploaded. It's that fast. It doesn't take six hours of meditation looking at the full moon for you to receive those frequencies. It's instant. And that is how it's done. Now, I know that you guys are aware, right, that even the technology, the piece of your iPhone impacts you, right? You guys have heard of emissions. You understand that, I don't know, your TV set, you know, has some emissions, right? That's why they have, okay, like have a shungite or, you know, another piece of crystal to mitigate the risks of this radiation that's coming up from all of these technology. Now imagine technology the size of the moon. Imagine how powerful it is if your phone is powerful. Your phone can completely mess up your electromagnetic waves of your body. Just that small piece of hardware. Your iPhone watch can do that. Your fitness tracker can do that. Trust me, the moon is billions of times more powerful than your fitness tracker, obviously, right? It's actually a piece of cake for the moon that is inherently connected to all of the liquids on planet Earth, including all of the liquids within your body. You know, controlling you through the moon is actually not that hard. Now, is that the only thing that controls you? Absolutely freaking not. There are so many more tools and more, even more tools in development. There are some viruses, actually, some bacteria that are used as a control mechanism. They call it biological weapons. Biological weapons have been around for a while now. And there's some bacteria in your body that makes you prone to certain emotions. So they can dial up that, you know, essentially that bacteria likes certain products. What does that bacteria like? Dairy products. Dairy is one. Eggs is another. Sugar is another. All of these things that you're consuming are feeding that type of bacteria. Next thing you know, that bacteria runs your life. Yeah, I know. So cutting out dairy as much as possible, cutting out refined sugars, especially the sugary drinks, like goodbye Coca-Cola. If you're drinking Coca-Cola, you're done. Like you are controlled all day, every day. By the way, it takes 12 years to get rid of the Coca-Cola trace in your body. It's so bad. Yeah. 
your body's actually not good at all at uh, eliminating the byproducts and the bacteria that live in Coca-Cola and in refined sugars. I'm just saying. They control you through bacteria. They control you through parasites. All kinds of parasites, including mental. Yeah, there are all these mental entities that exist to elicit certain thought patterns from you and emotional patterns, and that is a form of mind control. There are physical parasites inside of your body that make you crave certain foods or certain experiences. Like, I don't know, or wanting certain things. Like, I don't know, an uncontrollable sex urge or like porn that's actually a parasite in your body that wants that. It's not you. I don't know if you knew that. Right now, I mean, if we're going like all the way, right? Putting everything out in the open. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying. Again, going back to the center, I don't want to leave you with this doom and gloom scenario. Right? But you did ask, so I did answer. Always make sure to go within. Aligning with the energies of the sun is actually, cosmically, the one alignment that is going to help you walk your walk instead of walk the herd mentality walk. It's going to get you help or help align you to the highest and best good of you and of humanity. Align to the sun. Do sun gazing. Do sun breath. Don't just get confined to the moon cycles. Align to other cosmic powers like Jupiter and Venus. Quit alcohol if you can. Quit meats if you can. Quit dairy and refined sugars if you can. Or cut down. Maybe don't quit cold turkey. Don't make yourself into a martyr. But know that, you know, maybe you're on the path. Maybe it's like baby steps, right? You want to purify your water. You want to distill your water as much as possible. You want to be in nature as much as possible. If you live in the big city, every two weeks, find a way to get out of the grid, to reset. Do the mental hygiene exercise that I just told you about. The getting rid of three layers of your mental body that no longer belong. Find like-minded individuals. Stop consuming mental crap. And by that, I mean all the things that they want to feed you, like scary movies and the news. Start consuming high vibrational content. Start meditating. Start again like aligning to the sun. Three minutes in the sun every day is really going to help you. Move closer to the sun. Make sure that your house, your apartment, wherever you live, gets enough sunlight. It's paramount, you guys. Otherwise, it's all doom and gloom. Right? And just check in with yourself. Check in with yourself and always make sure that you are staying your path. That you're following your path. You're not trying to please anybody or operate from a position of fear or make decisions based from a place, on, uh, you know, based, uh, from a place of fear. Right? But follow your own path. Get to know yourself better. Spend some quality time with yourself. I know you can do this. I would not have come to this planet if I didn't think you could do this. 
I know you can do this. I know you have what it takes to transcend whatever limitations have been put upon you and your DNA. I know you can do this and I'm here to guide you to do this. So I urge you to take back your power. I urge you to take back the reins and I urge you to truly start waking up to the God and goddess consciousness within you. Know and remember and know it in your heart of hearts that you are part source energy and as such you are limitless. You are all powerful. You are all seeing. You are the eye of Horus, not them. And you are the one with control. You are the one with power. And you have free will. Nobody, and I mean nobody, can take that away from you. So own that and use that. And God bless you. I love you. You can do this. We will do this together. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please visit thisismaria.com for more insights and offerings from Maria and Sergey. It is T-H-I-S-I-S-M-A-R-I-Y-A.com. We hope to see you in future episodes.